the Higher Ed Demand Gen podcast, helping higher education marketing leaders share knowledge about learning, strategies, and tactics that are relevant today. See what you can learn today by listening to one of our episodes. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's Higher Ed Demand Gen video podcast hosted by Concept3D. Concept3D has served the higher education community for over a decade with our award-winning interactive maps and virtual tours. Improve your campus communications, engagement, and recruitment with our powerful location-based virtual experience solutions. My name is Shiro, and I will be your host today. I'm a demand generation marketer at Concept3D, and I'm currently speaking from my home in Silverthorne, Colorado. Uh, Today, I am super excited to have Adam Stoltz. He is the Director of Enrollment Marketing at the University of Idaho. Adam is a higher ed leader with a plethora of experience in enrollment management and the higher ed industry as a whole. I know he's been in and out of uh, higher ed industry, but it's been really close to it his whole life. And outside of uh, work, he loves to go travel, get outdoors, and go skiing. And in fact, I think he just got back from a nice trip in June as well. Adam, thanks for joining us today. Sure. Thank you for having me today. Really excited to to have a chance to to talk and um, have a great time uh, talking about higher education and what's going on out in the world. Love it. Um, and I love to ask our guest speakers with a quick fun fact to start things off. Yeah, uh, I think the quick fun fact about me, uh, I'm a two-time holder of a Guinness World Record for world's longest baseball game. And so uh, that's uh, the little fun fact about me. Uh, got a chance to participate in that and help fundraise for uh, St. Louis Children's Hospital and raise a little bit. Uh, just a short under $200,000 for the Children's Hospital. So uh, definitely was a win-win and very fun experience and uh, something to get to tell the kids and the grandkids and their grandkids someday. So you said the world's longest baseball game? Yep, that's correct. Yep. What what is the duration of the length? So the duration, I have my shoe back here. It was uh, 82 hours, 38 minutes and 37 seconds. So you're kidding. Yeah, it's <laughs> a like, long time. Three and a half days. Yeah. So do you just keep playing innings all the time? Yep. Just keep playing innings the entire time. Uh, two teams of 20 and you just kind of keep switching out. Uh, you do have to sleep at some point, but yeah, uh, I was baseball say. At two or three in the morning is definitely a surreal, uh, uh, very much an emotional thing slash like experience slash. Yeah. Uh, I can't believe I'm doing this for, 80 plus hours kind of thing, but you, you did it and it was fun. And, um, looking back raise money. really quickly. Yeah. And of course, at the end of the day, uh, helping out the, the, the children in the St. Louis children's hospital. So yeah, very, very, uh, unique experience and glad I got to do it uh, two times. I had no idea. That's really, really interesting. That's a great story too. <laughs> yeah. yeah Love it. Great. Um, do you want to start us off with uh, telling us a little bit about yourself and then the work you do at University of Idaho? Yeah, sure. Uh, as you mentioned, I'm the Director of Enrollment Marketing here at the University of Idaho. Uh, I've been doing that for three, going on four years now. So I've uh, been in higher education my entire life, uh, 20, 22 years of it now. Um, and so uh, current role, uh, oversee all of the enrollment marketing for both undergrad and graduate. Uh, and I, I work with our uni- university communications and marketing 
um, but I'm embedded in our strategic enrollment management. And so I think it kind of segues right into that first question right away. Uh, how does marketing and recruitment tie each other together? And how does that, uh, you know, ultimately we're trying to figure out how to be most effective, um, how to use our resources effectively, um, how to uh, have that collaboration together, and then ultimately uh, get students in, in interested and enrolled and uh, ultimately uh, all the way through graduation. So. Is, was your position, like, is it a newer position with the University of Idaho? It's been a position, been yeah, it's been a position that's been around before me. So there was uh, another individual in this position prior. And then I think uh -huh. this, um, we've been able to build on the building blocks and really kind of keep doing more and more and more. And part of that uh, is working with through our technology aspect, uh, finding more, more people to collaborate with. And then I always talk about this, but this is the right hand and left hand and, and bringing those those together. Those are the big keys to me. And I think that's where we've been really successful. Uh, so um, one of the big things that we've been really proud about uh, this last fall, we had our largest class since 2016 and uh, made our overall student enrollment uh, 11,303 students, uh, which was up 4.7% over the fall of 2020. Um, you know, we were seeing first time freshmen up 16.5%, uh, transfer students up 11.7, grad was up 13.8 uh, for a total of new incoming students of 16.3. And so um, a lot of uh, universities out there during, during COVID and during this time are really not seeing that. There are some that are still seeing some enrollment growth, uh, right. but uh, for the most part, a lot of uh, schools within our, uh, the WUI states and within our region aren't quite seeing the growth that we are. And uh, so we're really proud about that. And we're really excited that we were able to come out of COVID uh, in a pretty good spot. Uh, like, like I mentioned, I know that there are some institutions that are really struggling and it's, it's, a, it's a difficult, um, difficult time to come through. And so uh, again, we're just really excited that we're where we're at and we're really doing uh, uh, even better this year. And so our incoming class for this fall is looking and projecting to be bigger than it was uh, last year in our, our our record year. So we're really excited about it. That's amazing. So you were mentioning like the left and the right hand that's aligning the strategic marketing with your communications, right? Yeah. What is the, what does starting that process look, look like and continuing it look like? Yeah, I think a lot of that's building relationships. Um, and using the technology to build those relationships. Um, you know, that was definitely a struggle during, during COVID. Uh, however, one of the things that I'm really proud about, especially within uh, the enrollment marketing team is uh, right when COVID was starting to hit just a few years ago, um, mm -hmm. we, we anticipated that it was going to be bigger uh, and that it was going to be something that we have to really adjust to. It wasn't going to be just a week or two thing. It was gonna be a lot longer. And so we were recognized in uh, a higher education blog for our response. We were already respond, responding before um, most places were shutting down. And so we used a lot of our uh, communication strategies and our collaboration techniques to, to bring more people in and brought them in really quickly. And so we were already uh, talking about doing virtual events and we had created uh, videos and other active opportunities for students to get engaged. Um, before most people had even had a chance to think about it. And so uh, really, really, again, just ultimately proud about the team and the, the way that we turned things around. We coordinated videos, we coordinated emails, uh, a bunch of virtual opportunities. And so 
again, uh, that really helped us through the pandemic and helped us keep where we needed. And then we continued to, to really excel and thrive in, in, in that environment. And so that really goes to the testament of the university and our leadership here as well. Uh, mm -hmm. we, we stayed open uh, and were in person the entire time. And so that uh, gave us this unique uh, opportunity to uh, recruit right. students and bring them in and kind of see uh, Idaho. A lot of times, uh, Idaho's uh, where, you know, we are the, the gem state um, and we hate to be the hidden gems uh, here up here at the University of Idaho, but yeah, uh, <laughs> more and more, more people are finding out about us and seeing the beauty of campus, as you can kind of see over my shoulder here uh, on the on the Zoom screen. Um, right. it, it's just a great, beautiful campus. And it's um, actually the, the university is older than the state of Idaho. And so that kind of gives you an idea of where we've been and where we are and where we're headed. So amazing. Um, I know you mentioned virtual solutions and experiences. Given that your campus never fully shut down, did you still see an uptick like in the use of, of virtual solutions? Yeah, definitely. We saw more traffic uh, to the web. We saw more traffic for emails being open. Uh, we saw uh, more traffic to campus as well. This past year, uh, so January to January for our mm -hmm. uh, campus visitors, so for our daily campus visits as an example, we saw eight of 12 months as record, new record highs for all time. Really? Uh, and so that was last year. This year, starting in January, we've already seen four or five. I'm hoping to get numbers for uh, this month, but we're already seeing four or five records for last year's historic run. And so um, a lot of that is due to what we're really promoting on uh, our call to actions, our CTAs, for visiting campus, visit campus, come see us. Um, mm -hmm. Not only check us out virtually, but come and see us uh, in person come experience what it's like. And so we've done a really, really good job on that and really just seen, like I mentioned, um, record record visits. And so that's been a great opportunity where campus, once you're here, kind of sells itself. And it, we do a really good job on, of course, right. all the campus visit aspects. We're a very engaging campus. We're also that, to me, where we're that sweet spot where you know, we're uh, a research institution we're the land grant of the state of Idaho. And so you have a lot of different opportunities to get involved and get engaged, but we're mm -hmm. also not an extremely large campus where, like I mentioned, we're just a little over 11,000 students now. So it's kind of that like sweet spot of, well, I can do a lot, but I'm not lost in a crowd of 500 or 600 in a classroom type of thing. And so I think that provides a really great experience. And I think uh, since we were in person and we continue to do so, um, students are really looking for that uh, personalized attention and that opportunity to get involved. And that's where uh, students can do that here at, at University of Idaho. Got it. And that's what you were saying about, you know, why Idaho has seen the upticks that you're saying. Thanks for sharing. <clears throat> Excuse me. Thanks for sharing those numbers, by the way. So yeah. that's part of the reason why you've been seeing the, those upticks in enrollment numbers, which is really fantastic to hear because it's not the same story I hear across yeah. states. Yeah, and again, I think that that collaboration piece really, really uh, was important. Like I said, right mm -hmm. at the beginning of COVID, we um, we got everybody together and that was different colleges to residence life, to financial aid, to everyone and anyone you could think of. Uh, and we were uh, helping them communicate and help kind of make, take the next steps. I guess the silver lining in that is we, at that particular point in time, we had uh, adopted a newer 
newer CRM, and we are uh, implemented in Slate in December of 2019. Mm -hmm. uh, so we were steadily moving forward as we as we wanted to, but COVID kind of, like I said, the silver lining of it was kind of forced people to get into Slate a little bit more and to right. uh, get more engaged. And so we've taken that opportunity and we've done a lot more work with uh, different areas of campus in the CRM. So every single college uh, is actively actively uh, recruiting and marketing uh, in collaboration with uh, my area uh, mm -hmm. within Slate and uh, getting more and more students to come and visit. And we're also documenting what we're doing a lot better. We're communicating. Uh, and a lot of that is uh, mass marketing, which that's the area that I oversee and, and help with. But we're also working with colleges and other areas to work on that more one-to-one, -one, the more personalized, like, like, thanks for coming. I'm glad to have met you and glad to have uh, seen you at a University of Idaho bound uh, event. Glad you came, you know, if you have any uh, questions or anything I can help with, then I'll, I'll do that. And so that's mm -hmm. really kind of taking the next level and the next step too. And that's all uh, getting documented in our CRM. So uh, that's helpful. So we can kind of see where people are and where they're at and um, if there's questions that uh, the university at large um, can answer, I think that's really, really important. That's great. So, you know, creating these systems in place with your CRM, specifically with Slate, like has allowed you to really uh, centralize and synchronize the, all the systems. And it makes those actually, those one-on-one -on -one experiences a little bit easier to create, yeah, is what I'm hearing. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, that, I yeah. think that's really, really key. The, Students really want to have that personalized experience, and mm -hmm. I think we do a really good job uh, from a, from a mass marketing communication standpoint. But at the same time, it's all about the relationships. And a school our size, where you have a lot of opportunities to do things, but you're also just not another number. I think that's uh, that's really important, and that, that feels good as a student. And so we really want our students that are looking to come here that they have this opportunity to do all these great, wonderful things. You can study abroad. You can go do research, you can go, you know, hundreds of clubs that you can get involved in, but at the same time, you're not going to get, if you need something, uh, you're not going to get lost in the shuffle. You can always ask for, for help. And I think um, that way that we're interacting uh, with our students and connecting people and uh, making sure that people are feeling welcome, that's really, really huge right now, especially coming out of the pandemic where um, most of the conversations that we're having are in 2D, they're not in 3D. And so that 3D experience uh, being in person is, is really huge and, uh, again, has really helped us uh, in our enrollment. Right. I know in our previous conversation, uh, you mentioned, you know, there's some potential influx coming from uh, other states as well. Yeah. How has your team been able to reach out to them? How, how have you been able to successfully uh, recruit and enroll students in that way? Yeah. So we, we do it a couple of different ways. Again, it kind of comes back to the recruitment aspect, but also the marketing aspect. And so uh, we do have recruitment staff that uh, live in state of, Cal state of California. We have two recruiters there. We also have one in Washington, one in Oregon, and uh, one in Colorado. And so with that, uh, we're able to uh, capitalize on a lot of the, the WUI states or the Western undergraduate uh, right. states. And so uh, we're doing that. On you know, where uh, recruiters can go and, and, and meet students at the high schools and things like that. But we're also doing uh, particular campaigns around different states and different areas uh, to help uh, create awareness and create that brand identity with students. Right. And so it's kind of a twofold 
plan where we're introducing students to the state of Idaho, um, letting them know it's not just uh, what you might perceive about Idaho, that there's a beautiful campus here, there's a lot to do, it's affordable. Uh, we really have focused this past year, we've been, uh, speaking of two-time uh, record holders, we're the number one best value two times in a row, two years in a row for US News. And so I think students are really realizing that they can leave the wooey states that they're in and come to Idaho and get uh, top education, affordable education, uh, and not graduate with a lot of debt and have a new experience. Um, California versus Idaho, pretty vastly different experience as an example. So uh, we do see a lot of Californians coming up here and enjoying their experience and, and, and seeing something different and new. And so, um, you know, our neighbors right next door to us, uh, we are literally just a few miles away from the state of Washington. So a lot of Washingtonians right. are coming our way um, and finding a, another great opportunity. Again, that perfect size where uh, 11,000 students and uh, just all the different vast experiences that you can get involved in. And people are realizing that and uh, we're promoting that. And uh, our recruiters are out talking about it and having those conversations and people get excited about it. They come and visit and they're coming and visiting in waves. And so it's been a good opportunity for us to, to capitalize on all of that. That's amazing. Um, switching gears just a, just a little bit. I know um, you were actually, I was learning a lot from you on our last call because you were telling me, sending me all these links. Uh, and you're talking about this big topic, which is the potential enrollment cliff coming in a yeah. few years. Um, do you have any advice on how uh, schools can set themselves up for success there? Yeah, that's a, it's a tough one because we know that it's been coming and it's been coming for a little while. Um, what's making it even more difficult is I think students are starting to really think about the value of what they're getting and the, the cost of college and, uh, and, and things like that. So what we've been doing here as an example, well, one of many things, but um, we've been really trying to proactively recruit and, and reach out uh, to students earlier and earlier. You know, as that land grant institution, that's kind of our mission to, to educate the students within the state. And so mm -hmm. as an example, we've been going out and meeting, meeting with middle school, junior high students and talking about the value of education, really agnostic to uh, not just the University of Idaho as an example, but just thinking about education and what's the value there. Not only for a return on investment, you know, there's a lot of uh, stats and figures basically talking about like um, less likely to not be uh, unemployed, to stats about where you'll make a million dollars more over your lifetime, things like that. Those are important and those are great things and great things to talk about, but there's more to do uh, being educated. Uh, uh, as a person and, and, and as an individual. And so we talk about those things. We talk about the importance of all those things. And we try to uh, talk about the, the opportunities that students can have and what it takes to go to college and, and things like that. But uh, re reaching out earlier and earlier and having those conversations, you know, we're, uh, we're in uh, one of the most fertile lands uh, uh, within the country in the Palouse. And so we have all the farm lands out here and we're growing wheat and other different things. And it's really important uh, in my mind, that we're we're sowing the seeds for this for the students to help them grow, help them grow in their uh, high school careers, your junior high careers, and ultimately, um, if college is a, a good solution for them, that they're ready for it, that they can think about it and be prepared for it, and uh, again, uh, that we'll have that crop for them uh, to to be successful and to be lifelong learners and and be a big 
portion of, uh, of the state and giving back and things like that. And so that's a, a kind of full circle of, you know, the, the mission of a land grant institution and, and what we do here. And so I think that's one of the things just starting out earlier with students and helping them see and be successful. Um, and then really just, um, uh, I think the other thing, really big thing is getting things in place to be collaborative, getting things in place to, uh, again, going back to that right hand and left hand. If you're not on the same page with marketing and recruitment in all your other areas in campus, then you're gonna struggle. And if you don't have those things in place, uh, it, it's just even more difficult. So it's really important to get all the, uh, all the, the right people on the right track getting very high and highly collaborative and communicative and and really streamlining the process and streamlining the technology that you have there are so many great tools out there uh, to help um, with recruitment efforts and marketing efforts and so just being aligned and being on the same page is really really important love that i really like the the metaphor you made as well with the, with the crops that's great um yeah i think that about wraps up our time today. Uh, do you have a profile or a website you'd like to share with our, our listeners so they can reach out to you if they have any questions or want to connect with you? Yeah, uh, best way to reach out. Uh, happy to chat with anybody. Uh, LinkedIn would be the best way to go and just Adam Stoltz. Uh, uh, happy to have conversations and looking forward to, to meeting new people. I think one of the best thing about higher education that I really, really enjoy is the networking opportunities and meeting people and finding the uh, best ways to do things. So I know uh, there are a lot more smarter people out there than, than I, and I love learning from other people. And uh, that think that goes back to why I love the role and what I do here is that lifelong mm -hmm. learner. So, so happy to, to chat with anybody. Just a quick follow up on that. I know we're, we're close. Uh, where, where can people actually go to connect with other higher ed folks like you were just mentioning? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I feel like LinkedIn is a really great spot. And then there's different um, categories within LinkedIn. You know, I follow like Chronicle of Higher Education. I follow uh, a lot of CRM blogs. Um, you know, just a lot of uh, marketing within higher education. There's just a lot of different people and different uh, companies and organizations that you can follow. And um, I kind of just keep the pulse on what I hear and how I hear uh, things on LinkedIn. That's great. Awesome. Thank you, Adam. Thanks so much for joining us today. Yeah, and thanks, thanks everyone for listening. All right. Have a good day. Have a good day.